Hello, this is Carmen. And Moises. Welcome to Yoga Burn. Yoga Burn. So the title of today's podcast is... You do yoga and then you die. <laughs> the title of today's podcast is yoga. We have to cover it. Please don't put that on, on the website. The title of today's podcast is yoga and age. Still not very popular thing either. Yes. <laughs> Because we rather not think about it. That's one of the things. That's one of the things. That's the thing. Yeah. Right there. Boom. <laughs> I think, well, let's just talk about, you know, getting aging, 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 aging in yoga. Should you practice when you're, uh, when you're getting older? How much do you want to, do you think you should practice? Um, you know, can you do like a strong asana practice or should you not do that? And so on, you know. So let's just start with whatever, what, what do you want to talk about? The answer is yes. All right, so I'm going to start because I see that you're going to know. I can go, I can I go. Think, I go. think that the times have changed a lot. Well, for starters, I think the times have changed a lot from, you know, 40, 50 years ago to now. So, like, I remember my grandma and how she dressed and how she looked. My grandma never exercised. You know, my grandmother, she was, you know, this older woman and she would always wear a suit, you know, like a skirt, long skirt and a jacket and a blouse. I never saw her in anything else. I never saw my grandma in pants. Even when she went jogging? No, she never went jogging, oh, okay. you know. <laughs> so she, I Has mean, she I, tennis? I would have, I would have passed out if I had seen her in pants, you know. And, and now, I mean, even in my classes, I have many people that are in their 60s and 70s and beyond. And, you know, they're doing yoga and leggings. Or, and it's, just, it's just so, so different than what it was. So, I mean, I, I think that concept of aging is also changing, evolving as we move on through life, you know, in, in general. What, I mean, what do you want to say? Yes, I have never seen, like people in the gym, for example, they, they post things. The good thing about the social media, because it has some good things sometimes, right? The, uh, you can see like older, the ones in gyms are usually men, right? Like older men with their white beards doing all these push-ups and the lifts, uh, lifting the weights and everything, right? And it seems like... We are expanding, pushing back the age when you should keep working out, right? And I think that what is happening too is that we don't know the effects of that yet. It's which I true. think is good. Which it's I think true. Good. It's absolutely yeah. true. It's going to have good effects. But I think we are the first generation when that is happening. I mean, this is the like, 2023. It's the first time in the history that we can remember, right? Because I don't know what the Egyptians did, but I don't have the hieroglyphic things with little... Dumbbells, yeah. I have not yeah. seen them. I've seen the helicopter ones, but not the dumbbells <laughs> ones. <clears throat> and uh, right now, we're having people that are what you would consider, uh, according to your grandma, old. And there they are. Like, yeah. Uh, doing all, like three, all day, kinds three times of, a week, yeah. going to the gym. All kinds of things and lifts and boom, whatever. Right? Yeah, yes, yes, so, yes. Also, I mean, I mean, how much of a conspiracy theorist can I be? 
a little, little, a little bit, only a little. Okay, so you um, didn't see her face, but the color of her face changed <laughs> from rosy to completely white. Like she went like white, like then, blank. Then what? And then so white. it can be a little bit, right? A little bit. Right. What, what do you want to so, say? I'm, I have to. I have what I'm saying is nutrition, like the food that we put in our bodies, right? And how much of that has been healthy or unhealthy in the times that we have been living. And then the awareness of that and how we have, we people have work around it, right? We have now, we have the organic thing, right? In yeah. terms of what you can or eat organic and stuff. Food, yeah. Or you go and find uh, herbal supplements. Uh, many of us don't take a bloody pill in our lives, like that, right? So this is all new. This is all new. I mean, the... The nutrition, the exercise uh, uh, routines, like the living this old and living this healthy for so many years, we had never seen this before. So the whole idea of like, oh my God, uh, I will one day, I will not be able to do this pose because I will be old. Okay, what is that number? Because that number 50 years ago was 50, right? And the person saying that is already 60. So when are you going to consider yourself old? And is old a consequence of the body really decaying? Or is it is the result of putting poisons in your body because society put them in front of you and you ate them, breathed them, drank them, inject them, whatever you took, right? Because I don't trust the system. That's what the, my conspiracy question was before, right? And you have to take care of your what you eat and what you do, what you right? And your habits and stuff like that. Once you start not getting in the way of your body and you let the thing recover itself. We all say like, oh my God, the body is a miraculous machine. It's a miraculous machine, but I'm going to get old and I won't be able to do yoga one day. And we say the same two things, right? In the Those same, two in ideas the, in the same live in the same head yeah. when they are conflicting, right? Because the body is a miraculous machine. How long can it recover? If you keep stressing the body and working out and, right? Uh, why shouldn't it maintain it itself? If you stop eating, ingesting, breathing, drinking poisons, will the thing recover, right? If you manage your balanced diet and da da da, what I, what I, the point I'm trying to make is that this is all new. It really is new. It really is new. I mean, it's it's not like you said. We this is probably the first generation that we are seeing that. You know, people in their 60s, 70s, 80s, they're going to the gym or they're going to yoga classes and, you know, and we don't know the long-term effects of, of that. And you raise a good point with, you know, what you eat and, you know, and the air that you breathe, etc. So, I mean, how much is, how much of you aging is natural? Aha. Uh -huh. And how much of you aging is actually produced by... You know, maybe the things that you eat or, and even the thoughts that you have, which to me, and the beliefs that you have, nice. which to me is equally as important, if not more, because your beliefs is always staying with you 24 hours a day. So, you know, if you think, oh, I won't be able to do this one day. Oh, I won't be able to do this. I won't be able to. Then you prove yourself right. It's day. it's constantly you're constantly programming yourself to make it happen all the time, every second of every day. Instead of saying, you know, just woohoo, I'll just take it, 
one more day, one more day, right? I can do it one mm -hmm. more day. Uh, without that negative connotation, how much of that, because I've, I've read a lot of books about, you know, immortality and Jeez. things like that. And, um, and one of the things that he, that, that they say all the time is that get away from, from people, from society. If you want to live long, get away from people. Yeah. Because if you go back to society, the first thing you're going to catch is their belief systems. Yeah. And their so, belief systems is you grow old and die. And yeah. if you want to remove that thought, go to the forest, get away from people and refresh, redo, reprogram your head. It's That's true. That's the thing that every single book said. Yeah, it's true. So it's it's kind of funny that... That's why I don't talk know, to anybody. Like, <laughs> just change. Uh, you have to change your belief system so that you open, you're open to the possibility of why can I not live easily 150 years? Easily. I mean, just why can I... 200 years. No, I'm not saying live... Leave it like 5,000 years or something, which just seems, I don't Boring. know, like, like so, or a thousand long. years, just so far-fetched, but you know, just <laughs> too long, it's too long. but too long how about a couple of hundred years, you know, can you, can you imagine yourself and you know, why instead of the aging one each year, you know, whatever amount you think that your body ages, Imagine that your body would age one fourth. Or one fourth. Usual. Just one fourth. Exactly. So, so maybe, maybe not kind of changing completely your belief system. Oh, this, we're going to stop nature because everything, you know, gets born, you know, gets born and leaves and, and decays and dies and, and, dies. And, and gets born again and so on, right? So it's like the cycle of life. So maybe it's just so engraved in your programming that it's really hard to get it. But how about just slowing it down so much? Because, I mean, we've done that already. That you right? you are, instead of aging so much, you, you age one-tenth, you know, in one year. I said 25%. <laughs> 25%. 25% is, is I mean, good. If we, if we live, how much is now? Like 80 years, more or less? Uh-huh. You only need to age at half the speed. And you're already at 160. Yeah. And I would be done with you people at 160. <laughs> I would be so done. I would be like, can I get out of this now? Yeah. Now. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one, it's just one half. Yeah. One half. So just I, th I think that is not that impossible. I don't think that is, that is that outrageous anymore. You know, it's it just kind of, and there's plenty of things that you can do regarding your know, meditation, regarding of how to reprogram yourself, reprogram your nervous system, the things that you eat, just take care of the food that you eat and what you drink and the exercise, the routines that you do. So everything that you kind of get fed, whether it's just actual food or air or, you know, uh, just ideas, Right? Mm -hmm. music, shows that you watch, books that you read, all that, you know, you just kind of, so that it up uplifts you and it helps you to mm -hmm. live a long, longer and happier life, you know, yeah. overall. So I, mean, I think why not? No, but I mean, we are going towards the guys in the books that said run away from people because right now we are, we, you and I, are intuitively thinking I'm going to live longer by eating more properly, uh, taking care of myself, doing like some exercise, 
think meditating or taking care of what your thoughts, right? And having some mm-hmm. kind of healthy mental dialogues and stuff like that. Because usually they tell you, oh my God, uh, medicine has advanced so much and that is why we live much longer. We are never counting on the system for this. If you want to pull off the aging longer, the 180, 160 years, you would never depend on pills, on the system, on the pharmaceutical companies that we have today. You would never do that. Because by now, we all understand they are designed to make a profit of you. So what do you want to do? We'll live 160 years, shitty years? Or are you going to take ownership of your health? Which I think that is part of the yeah. kind of be- I mean, changing that, that behavior quali- that we have quali- seen. Not quality. just the quality of life, not just living at any price. Exactly. You know? Any price, like, you know... But, I mean, we, we're assuming that. I mean, that is where our heads are going right now. Living healthy, you know, living healthy. So do you think yoga would help with that? Yeah, 100%. With, with that goal? I think that you you must, and I think that you need the eight limbs, kind of, right? Because mm-hmm. the... And, I mean, I, I like the Patanjali and the Sutras more or less, depends on the context, I guess. But they are a very, very good methodology, Right? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. yamas ni yamas are very moral, very ethical. Like, don't be an asshole. <laughs> no, that is what the first five say. Don't be an ass. And the next one say, be nice. Basically. First ones, yama. Don't be an ass. Ni yama. Be nice. In different modes. But that's basically what it says. And then you have a breathing practice. That there is so much to explore there. Right. In terms of breath and pranayama and modern breath and ventilations, hypo, hyper, thingies, oxygen, like just the, the physical part, how much we have to explore, and then the energies of it, that we know what, 1%, what, 0.5% of the possibilities? I don't know. I mean, but that is what it feels like. Then you have the exercise, and the exercise, I think that we are evolving the asanas. Because before we had our asana was like, sit down and stay so you can meditate, basically, right? And uh, the yoga was very static, and you do what you do, and we, they, they used it to meditate because the meditation was for them the path to blah, 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 right? So yeah. we are living now 2023, and I think that before you had the goal of enlightenment, that was the whole samadhi, right? Yeah. Now we are living life more as experience. Mm-hmm. Live. Go do shit, try stuff, have fun, like have paella, you know, go, go live. <laughs> That's very important. Go, go have paella. So you, you live. And as part of that living, you need movement. And as part of that movement, we are evolving yoga. Look at your style, right? I mean, how much we are evolving the yoga styles to make it useful to how we understand life now. And I'm 100% for it. Like, I mean, we are with our best, in, but I mean, best intention in mind. We are evolving this thing that we understand so little about, of course, the whole yoga thing and the possibilities, of course. But we are evolving it with the best intention, blah, 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 and then you move. And then concentration, meditation, samadhi, right? So you have the, the whole me- mental part of it and yeah. how your mind will determine the experience you have, basically. So the, the, the yoga practice, the whole eight limbs and stuff is going to help you if you modernize it a little bit, I think, it's going to fit very, very well to have a 160-year experience of life. 
And I don't think that it is so weird to think today that you can have that. So if you live 160 years, when are you going to be really, really old? The last 30, let's say, right? I'm making this shit up. So until 130 years old, you can still go to the gym. And you can decide to be old the last 30. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? That's and true. And then dance tango the last 30. So it's, I mean, so it's less aggressive. I mean, you can dance tango until the day you die. I think, but I think you can do yoga, you know. Yeah, you can, you can, you can do yoga yeah. until you the can, day you die. I mean, it, it really depends. Like, for me, for instance, when I... Because I, I was never very flexible or very strong on day one, right? And I had to work very hard for every inch of flexibility or, or every ounce of strength that, that I gained. So for me, it doesn't feel much different, my practice now, mm. as it was 20 years ago. Because I always had to, for example, I always had to warm up for 45 minutes, no matter what. You know, to do anything, to do a backbend or to sort of work on some hip openers or something. I, I was never that person that's like, oh, in 10 minutes... Here I am doing this crazy backbend. Let me warm up my wrists, scorpion. And I'm just warming up and just going into handstands or crazy things. Always, and I think this is a blessing in disguise because, you know, if someone that is listening, they also, they're not flexible to start with, then that creates that routine in you. And, you know, okay, so now, and 20 years from now, it's going to be still the same. So for me, I, I don't feel that much of a different, you know, difference now. There's maybe some, for sure, you know, time goes by, so maybe some injuries and, uh, you know, some part, maybe some joints, some parts of your body are a little bit weaker, but you're also more in tune with your body. So you also know how to, how much you can ask from it. And how much you can force it, or how much you cannot, and so on. So it's it's a little bit of a trade-off. But to me, I, I feel like I can still practice like tough, so-called tough poses. I'm perfectly okay practicing, or you know, handstands. And people are like, "Oh, when will I be not be able to do handstand?" Or you know, when will that be? You decide in your head when that will be more so than, than you think than than your body telling you no i i cannot it's goes hand in hand you know i used to have a teacher i, I we, we talked yeah, about this yeah. many times i used to have a teacher that in the very first years that i was uh, practicing yoga that he would say after 35 it's everything is just like if it's you, a downhill already it's you have to peak before 35 or else and i'm like wow oh shit oh my god and, I was like, well, 35. In that moment, I was like, it's not that far away from me. So I'm done. So then if I don't peak at 30 by 35, then what? Then, and for him, it was like, okay, after that, it just, you know, you maintain what you have. And, and then all the teachers that, that I would have, she would say, you know, I'm 42 and I've never had a better practice than I do today. Right. And so I was like, okay. Who do I want to follow? The most convenient always. You know, <laughs> who do That's I want to follow? I'm not going to attach myself to this line of thinking that by 35 you peak and then what? What do you do the rest of your life? Then what is the point of eat practicing? Ice, eat ice cream like he so, did. So no. Did so him? no. So no. I mean, just please let, 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 me, let me finish. 
So it, it also goes very much in hand with what you're thinking. So if you think that by 60, you won't be able to do poses, then that is what is very likely going to happen. So work on your belief system if you really don't want that to happen, right? If you say, no, I want to keep on practicing until I'm, you know, 100 years old or 140, I don't know, I want to live 160 years, then start to work on that so that you change because society is telling you otherwise all the time. You know, you, you, you see constantly people being pushed aside because they, are, they have a certain age. And even though I think we have advanced so much in other aspects of society and race or religion or something, I think there's still, in many places, there's still some ageism, you know. What like is that exactly? Kind of a, um, discriminating for, for your age. And it's not really, I mean, it's not really a discrimination you know, but everybody, I mean, when you have someone older in your class, mm -hmm. do you think that that person is going to be able to follow your class? Do you not doubt that that person is actually not going to follow your class? I remember the couple I had that they were well into their 70s. They would put their mats away from each other because if they <laughs> practice next to each other... She would start correcting him, and they would fight in the class. Yeah, that's so true. they knew they were a show. They, they were, were a show. They were so a show. Those two. They, as they walked into the room, one went to the left, the other one went to the right. They were on the second row in the extreme corners of the room. That is one, right? Then uh, I know for a fact that when he took his glasses off, he could not see shit. <laughs> So a little bit of that. A little bit of that. So he was trying to follow whatever the heck he could see of the person next to him, right? But sometimes the class was not very full, so the person next to him was not that close. So he was not following the best test. <laughs> Let me put it that way. But he consistently picked the most difficult of the options I ever offered. Every single time every single time if i said you can do a or b b b b being harder he would always pick b <laughs> and he would suck at both a and b doesn't matter he would always pick b yeah so and then she was the one that uh, uh she maybe it's also the, part of our belief system the thing no, the maybe thing that, maybe we believe i mean maybe because we have been programmed, uh, older people maybe will not, be, will not be so capable. I think it has to do a little mm. bit with, with that. So if you see someone walking in your class who is like 70 or 80 or whatever, and then they, they come in and, and you're like, wow, I don't know if this person... But it's just my own belief system, my own programming. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if this person is going to be able to follow. And then sometimes you get very surprised like that person is in amazing shape you know and they can do they can follow the class so well they can do you know so many things or sometimes even modify but they can follow the class so well it's it's amazing and sometimes they, they can't it's true it's true like your like your students my, my fantastic so i think maybe that's also has to do with 
with the whole ageism because we we believe in our minds this person will not be able to follow the class, you know. So I'm, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, already, I'm already putting a label. Yeah, I'm no, already but, labeling. Yeah, I'm but already... we, we come from an experience where that was probably true. Like your grandma, how she dressed, yeah. the fact that she never exercised. So you have somebody that you have seen at those ages that you saw never practicing ever or doing any kind of exercise and you see somebody that walks looking like that into your class and where you experience your memory, your, your belief system, your anything, everything says is based on my experience, this person will not be able to follow the class. But again, we are going through yeah. different times. Mm -hmm. We, by now, we are going to start finding people that are going to look like the grandma that are going to be able to do more than you in the class because they have been practicing yoga way longer than you. Yeah. You being the teacher. Yeah. Right? And also, the... Yes, I've already encountered many, many, yeah. many uh, incredible practitioners yeah. that they look so unassuming. You're like, oh, is, uh, that's okay with you. I, you I can, can do that. Sorry, sorry if I cannot follow you very well. I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want to be the worst in the room. And then you see them and it's like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, they, I mean, And they come like that, like being very like humble and stuff. I, I don't know, I mean, so to take, yeah. I don't know, pressure from themselves or something. And then you go, they, 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 oh, they, blow, they blow your exactly. mind. They blow your mind. So and that has happened more than once. Yeah, yeah. Us. Like enough times, right? So I think we're going to see those. We, we are starting already seeing those. And uh, you have the people that are today practicing. All you have to do is keep practicing, right? You keep practicing to a point where you are continuously stressing the body. You, I think that we said that once already in one of the... Right. The podcast. You must get to a point where the, ex the experience, the, ex the exercise is slightly stressing. So you require the body to make the effort. That effort is what is going to keep keeping the body healthy. Right. right? So yes. you cannot say like, a, oh my God, I have been doing yoga for 30 years and look at my body is all messed up. I did super, super soft, super, super mellow. And maybe that was... What they thought it was the best idea, right? Do it mellow, respect the body, da, da, da. Experience is saying no. Experience is saying is get the body into a challenge. The body will react. The body will stay healthy. The body will react to staying alive. I stay mean, alive. They're, they're, really, they're, <laughs> they're really, you know, tricky line is just yeah. to stress it enough, but not overstress exactly. it. Exactly, stress know, it, not, but don't injure not, yourself. No. Not too much, right? Exactly. So it's just that walking that fine line all the time. I mean, it's not really a line. It's more like, like an area. Yeah, it's a big gap. It's, a, it's a big area there. Sometimes it could be a little bit thinner, but, you know, that, there's, 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 a zone, there's a zone. There's a zone, but, you know, not, not to overdo it. But you have a couple yes. of repetitions in that zone. A yeah, lot of repetitions you can, you, in that zone. You can, for the, for the most part, yes, but sometimes, you know, it just like something just snaps or something just happens or, or something. So, you know, I mean, but you yeah, have to do something weird. You have to do something really fast. You have to do something out of control. You have to do something like way beyond your skills. You have to really get injured. You have to go and completely ignore the body and go and try to do the pose. I want to grab my foot. I want to do this bloody thing. And uh, you ignore every signal from the body then yes and also because yoga is not for the most part it's not such 
fast-paced activity. Yeah, that is awesome. That is Very one safe. of one of the good things for you know, in case you are a little bit older, then you're gonna be able to um, practice it for as long as you want. You know, if you want to continue in your 80s and your 90s, you you can continue to practice it. You know, until you say I'm done and this is it. This is it. This is it for me. But the good thing too is that it's so rich, because as you in the in the beginning or when you're younger, you have so much bloody energy. You really need to burn it out. It's it's so so much so much so much so much physical energy. At least that is how it felt. As you progress through life, right, you don't have to use or expend so 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 much. And you start enjoying quieter times. So you have the option of getting into the more subtle parts of yoga as well. That is going to improve your life as much or more. Yeah, but... Or are we talking only about the physical practice? That doesn't mean that uh, I should stop practicing. Because people have been trying to sell me this shit since I started practicing yoga. It's like, no, you should not practice that intensely. You know, it's okay. You'll understand one day you won't have that desire to do like handstands or, or back bends or something or hip openers. You'll understand. And I'm like, 25 years into it, I still don't understand. You have the I same still, desire? I, yeah, nice. I do. I do. I still want to practice and just feel like I'm tired at the end, but I've, I feel so happy and... Uh, I feel cleansed. I feel like I've, you know, I have sweat a little bit uh, or a lot. Um, I have stretched. I have fought. I have struggled. I have surrendered. I have done all of, all of those things during the practice. I don't want to practice and just, ah, uh, just mellow things. And now just some meditation or some breath work. Oh, that's it, and that that that's for, that's it for me for for my practice. I, I don't I don't want to do. I'm not that kind of person. And I, I also said that you have to stress the body all the time. So yeah. So I want to I I want to continue to practice if I so desire uh, intensely. If that's what I want, um, I think I use much more awareness and intelligence now than I did before in the beginning. And I don't necessarily want to do everything. I, I just want to, fo- and I focus much more on, you know, understanding the range of motion of this particular joint and when it gets stuck and what happens if I do this or what if I do that. More so that, you know, more, more like discovering a little bit the body and how the asana works in it more so than trying to accomplish a certain, a certain pose you know, with, by any means necessary, basically, you know, that, that has, so that focus has shifted. So you have evolved. Yeah, I, I have, I have Although evolved. you didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, I, I have, I have evolved. No, I, I want to, I want to, I just wanted to continue to practice, you know, have a, an asana practice as well, you know. I agree. So, yes, that, that's it. So, but also, do you think that, like, older, um, yogis do you think they are more set in their ways like if you or does it does not have to do with age isn't that i mean i think it has to do with age (laughs) (laughs) i mean mean, younger i mean mean, there's there's younger people that are 
very set very, in their ways, very like and very it's very very stubborn, yes. really hard to convince yes. of yes. something. Yes. But do you think that comes mostly with age? It then? comes a lot with age. I think <laughs> that is my opinion. I mean, you get to a certain age that you don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks, and that is a very healthy thing to do. I mean, the <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. I'm already working you, on it. You I are, have been years working you're, on it. You've been a pioneer. I'm a pioneer. You're a I pioneer. Mean, since a very young age, I went. I want to go old here. I'm gonna go old for the I old. I remember that when you were talking. I can't wait to be old and do whatever I want. And I'm like, you're already doing that. I'm you know? practicing. I'm just practicing now. You beware. But the the older people that I have seen that move most agile their head worked like completely they were they lived in their own life in their own mind in their own world, world in their own world right so they created a world in their head of what reality was about which was which did not match what society told them but they but were they in society like yeah, 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 functional yeah, yeah. those two that came to my class okay and they did not give a fiddler's fuck what anybody thought <laughs> so you go in and you create a constructive, workable explanation of what life is, how the body ages, what life is about, and whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. And it doesn't match what society tells you. And society tells you, but you're going to be so old, but you won't be able to move. But What do you do? Those people that tell you those things, you get rid of them. You remove them from your life. Like, mm -hmm. mercilessly, I don't need you with your shitty opinions in my life. And you get rid of those people. When you have people that are constructive in the constructs you have of your, of, in your head of what life is about, that are as crazy as you according to the so social patterns or the system patterns, you keep those people in so they support each other, right? And then you live in your own world and suddenly you move very healthy because you, you can see from the movement, from how the body moves, how old that body is. And I'm not saying that you're 50, you're 60, you're 70, like regardless of how many turns around the sun you've made. I don't give a shit about that. I'm saying that you can see the quality of movement, the how healthy yeah. the spine is, how healthy the shoulders, the joints, how they move, how the weight distribution and the weight, like how do you manage your own weight in your own body, right? That tells you a lot of how healthy or how young the movement of that body is. And I've seen people with very old faces and very young movement. Yeah. And every single time I saw one of those, they lived in their own world. And vice versa. I mean, and that's because, you know, with plastic surgery, like very young faces oh, and, and very old bodies. Yes. And you're like, wow, if you spend the amount of attention that you put to your face, into your face, you know, into the rest of your body, then you would be very different. But yeah, yes, so for sure. I think that the, I mean, I, for some reason in my head, the quality of movement is key. I mean, because I mean, we're talking about how static yoga has always been or traditional it has been. And in my opinion, how it is evolving right now. I mean, I, I keep pointing everybody back to your style. But and how you are incorporating like mobility aspects into the yoga practice that you offer, right? And right. how hard the poses that you do, and 
all that is around the quality of movement in your body, in my mind. That is how you want to stay healthy, how you want to stay young, like taking care of the quality of movement of your body. So I think you need to move. I think you need to move it. That's why I like dancing so much a lot, I guess, right? But the movement, the movement, the coordination, the, the how you manage your own weight, that I think that it keeps your body really healthy. It's not the face. The face, who cares? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely true. And, and you know, the, like you're saying, like the quality of your movement, it just if you feel good in your own body, then you're going to last longer. You're going to feel happier you know, all, all the time. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm thinking about like that thing that we read that is like, you know, when you're young and you turn your, when you turn to look behind you, you just turn your neck. Uh-huh. When you get, oh. when you get older, when you, that, like to look behind you, like you just, you just turn your neck and you look behind with your, you know, with your eyes, you look behind you just with your neck. But as you get older, You, your neck is going to get stiffer stuck. and everything is going to get more stuck. And to look behind you, you turn your whole spine mm. and you're, you know, all the way to your waist. But when you're really old, then you won't be able to, you don't. You have to walk? You, you have to pivot on your feet. Oh, wow. And, uh, and to look behind you, you just pivot on your toes or, you know, the balls of your feet or your heels and you look behind. Like if someone was, was calling your name behind you, And all the time, and I'm, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, oh my God, I just got, you, only the neck, only the neck, only the neck, you know? Oh, just wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, so ninjas need to do twists. So you have to like... But I mean, how know. many twists have those people done? I mean, and the book that said that, what kind of age group at what moment no, in time? No, it, it was just, it was just like, you know... the quality of movement? Just the quality of, of movement what and, and what you would consider someone... Oh, like, oh, a, a, right. like a definition of how it evolves, like in your, the twists in your spine and how it twists, like yeah. how you're losing your range little by little. And so, so that you, you're looking... If someone is calling your name, you know, as you're walking down the street, down the street then you just, at first when you're in your teens, you just turn your neck. It's like, hey, what's up? But... Uh, then as you get older, you just you turn you, more. Oh, you turn more. It goes lower. You, you, it goes lower, and you have to turn everything. You have to because you no longer have that that dissociation. Mm. You have to turn everything. Dissociation. You, ha you have to turn all the way to your feet to kind of you know look behind you. So I was like, this is very interesting. I mean, it's just because we're we're measuring measuring so many things now and so so much stuff, right? And you're, we're finding out so many things that before, I mean, in the times of my of our grandmothers, that didn't happen. You know, that kind of studies or lit literature, it didn't really exist. Yeah. So you know, and and now and now I'm thinking about. I'm like, when I was very young, my grandmother was probably in her early 50s, and She looked like, like so much older than a 50-something-year-old today. today. You know, just by the, the way she dressed and how she behaved and how, you know, I never saw her sitting on the floor, you know, always on a chair or, you know, never, never. So it just, it's just very, 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 very different then. So that perception is changing over time. And I think it's, it's great that we're pushing that And we're just establishing new patterns, new paradigms of what is possible and what is not possible. But definitely yoga can take a good, you know, be a good part of that, of that journey. So I would say, yes, keep practicing yoga. Yes. And 
Don't worry. <laughs> Keep stressing the body, but you know, in a in a mindful way, in a mindful way. All right. So, do you want you want to say something more? No, nope. I said it all. You you said it all. You said They it know all. everything now. Mm, I have one one last question. Oh, one one last question then. So. I because I was just when I was preparing for this podcast. I know that you I you don't you don't thoroughly too. You, you don't prepare you don't prepare much, but I'm a natural. How much, <laughs> how much a twenty-year-old yogi identifies with a fifty-year-old or a sixty-year-old, and how much, and vice versa? How much a sixty-year-old identifies with a twenty-year-old? I mean, it's do they identify? Or, or the generation the generation gap is so big that it's just hard to relate. Can we find some common ground? Can we? I mean, I mean, I think that the being in the same yoga class is giving you something in common, right there, right? I mean, because you're practicing the same poses with the same teacher at the same speed at the same everything. If if both, I mean. If one is following the class very well and the other one is struggling like hell, then they're having a very different experience, so they don't have so much in common. But if both of them are in the room, doing the poses, doing okay, and uh, their performance is comparable—I mean, not comparable—I mean, not—they suddenly have something in common, much more than they may have had at 10, 20, 30 years ago. But Just by virtue what, of being what in the if room. the twenty-year-old is the teacher? And the 60-year-old is a student. Would that make you uncomfortable? No. Why? Because that person is, is older than you, perhaps wiser. I don't perhaps. think that 20-year-old thinks about anybody being wiser than them. <laughs> so no. I, don't, I don't think that you have to worry about that part. No. I don't think they can spell the word wisdom at 20. But, so no. Okay, that, good, good point. Probably they will good have point. nothing in common also, but... That at least they experience something together. I always, I always like to have like older, you know, uh, people in in my classes. I always like it so much. Uh, maybe people are afraid of, or I don't know, or they're just like, oh my god, no. I I know when I had the studio, I, I remember there was there were some teachers in my studio that were like, oh no, I don't want to have this this person because it's just you know, just a little bit older, oh. <laughs> old, old, just a little bit older or something, and. And and I I always I always like that you know for some reason I'm like thank you for trusting for this process mm -hmm. of trusting me you know trusting your body that for you is very precious you have to be more careful because you have so. exactly so thank you for trusting me this is this is such an honor for me to just yeah. that you decided to come to my class and you decided to take my class so I hope that I'm going to do a good job and I I will be I will try to take really good care of you you know because it's very true that. I mean, regardless of, you know, thinking of delaying the, the aging process so much, the, the speed at which uh, an 18- or 20-year-old body heals But, I mean, the, is not the yeah. same as the speed as the, that a 60-year-old heals. I mean, because the, the, the body in the first years is still kind of growing, maturing, right? So you have, what, 20-something years where the body hasn't really fit 100% grown and stabilized. Right? So if you injure yourself at 18, the body's, I don't know, like hormones and growth and da, da, da going on. So it's going to heal different than if you are at 30, 40, 50, 60, because by then it's stable, right? So 
yeah, but it is the, the special case of the early years of your body until it gets to a mature state, I don't know, and then in that mature state you stay, uh, we are talking 160 years now, you and I, we just said, we have a... Yeah, well, let's, let's, let's see when we are 120, how we heal, how we fast will be we heal. in chapter 13,422 of this podcast. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It will be doing that. We'll be doing no that. podcast by then. You think? No, it will. It will be like some kind of future shit. You know, like future stuff. Like telepathy podcast. Something like that. People like just put like a helmet on yes. and they just hear you in their heads. Your mind. And then their heads or something. You hear me in your head. You have. We have to. We have to talk about some some of the future the future. future. Like AIs and things for another yes, podcast. Another one. Right, anyway. Not this one. No, not this one. Okay. Bye. Right, perfect. Thank you so okay. much for listening then. All right. This was Carmen. And Moises. And I'll see you in the next one. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.